Hey guys, welcome to the Mind Vessel Podcast. I am your founder and host, Golda Perry. Here we discuss all things that are related to business, entrepreneurship, and most importantly, personal development. Okay, okay. Welcome to episode two. I firmly want to say thank you to everyone who listened to our intro episode. We received an immense amount of responses and listeners. So if you are new here, welcome. Don't forget to subscribe. But in this episode, we are going to be discussing the importance of a business plan, what a business plan is, and I'm going to give you five different reasons as to why and how it can really help you within your journey within the business industry. Okay, guys, so just starting off with what a business plan is and why I really, really want to stress the importance of it. Um, So a business plan is essentially your company blueprint. It's going to outline your management structure, your preliminary financials, your company mission statement, and so on and so forth. So it's basically a thorough document that clearly articulates your vision for your company. Especially if you're a new entrepreneur or business owner, you want to be able to build that long-term sustainable asset for yourself over a span of five or 10 years. You have to ask yourself, where do you see your company within the next projected five to 10 years? Do you see yourself issuing an IPO, which is an initial public offering? So that's basically when you transition your company from a private company to a public one that can actually be traded um, within the stock market. Or do you see yourself developing a partnership with another company in order to increase equity? So a business plan will really help you to determine all of these things. And most importantly, it will help you determine whether your idea will stick and whether it's feasible within the market that you are looking to submerge yourself into. Um, But a little bit of background story. I remember going to a business conference and there was a speaker and he was discussing all things that are related to business, like such as economic um, turnovers and market fluctuations and all that kind of good stuff. And he mentioned a business plan. And this was about a couple years ago. And I was like, what is a business plan? And this is when I was studying biological sciences full time until I transitioned into finance and business completely um, within university. But he mentioned a business plan and I always knew I wanted to do something within the business industry, but I didn't have as much insight as I do now. Um, And I'm still learning, of course, but at the time when he mentioned a business plan, I was so confused. I was like, what is that? But when he explained it, I said, okay, it seems like a pretty important document. Came home, researched about it, and I said, okay, well, I'm not too sure what I want to do within the business industry, but I'll take this for note. And then when I started doing my business and finance classes, I realized the importance of it, especially the financial aspect of it. And it's importance when you need to understand your cash flow projection, your expense outlay, and your position with your assets and your liabilities. So if you are requesting $30,000, you're going to have to clearly explain what you're going to use the funding for. Um, And a business plan really helps you to outline all of that. There's just so many different factors that really go into a business proposal that allow you to present how serious you are about your idea. And it showcases that you know your stuff. I'm going to be alternating with the words proposal and plan, but they essentially mean the same thing. Okay, so don't worry about that. So now we're going to discuss five different reasons 
why a business plan is important. Starting off with the FSS model. The FSS model is basically an acronym I came up with, okay? And the FSS model helps to determine whether your idea is feasible, sustainable, and scalable. Okay, so starting off with the feasibility of your company. In business, feasibility is basically a full scope analysis that really analyzes certain factors that can actually be detrimental to the overall success of your company. So that can be anything from economic constraints, environment, mental constraints, legal constraints. And you have to be able to identify those constraints and create control processes in order to create rapid solutions so that it doesn't hinder the success of your company overall. Okay, so if you're able to create controlled processes and they are deemed efficient, from there, you'll be able to determine whether your project is a go or whether your project is a no-go. This is really beneficial, especially if you're manufacturing a product. You want to determine the feasibility of the manufacturing process before you even go ahead and you know put capital into it and especially work labor, right? So moving on to the second letter, which is S. S relating to sustainability. So sustainability relates to your TBL. So that's your triple bottom line. So that really determines whether your company has a negative or a positive impact on the environment. So for instance, let's say your company uses sustainable material that can serve as a huge competitive advantage, especially within these times where people are now shifting towards more health conscious decisions. So if you're going to use sustainable fabric for your company, let's say you have a clothing company, that can serve as a huge competitive advantage. And if you market it correctly, you can yield very high conversion rates for your company. Um, now, just going on to the last S, which is scalability. Is your business scalable? Are you able to maintain a productive performance output as you continue to grow? So that's where automation comes into play. So the question you have to ask yourself is, can the systems you have in place take you from point A to point B? So let's say the current system you have in place within your company um, allows you to generate um, an overall revenue of $200,000. Can that same system move your company from $200,000 in revenue to a million dollars in revenue? Yes or no? Obviously, the answer is going to be no, simply because you're going to have to implement new, faster and responsive systems in order to increase your production output, right? So let's say you have two workers and those two workers can produce a thousand units within a span of two weeks. Now, for the sake of this example, let's say they are part-time workers, okay? So your company experiences a rapid amount of growth within a span of a month. So instead of a 1,000 units per two weeks, these two workers will now need to create, let's say, 50,000 units per two weeks. So are those workers equipped to produce that amount of units for your company? No, so you're going to have to hire more labor. And you do not want to grow too fast and not scale with your growth. Then that's where you see... Um, a decrease in your performance, of course, and people are going to start writing negative reviews about your company. So you're going to lose a lot of revenue and whatever industry you choose to start your business in, you need to make sure that there's potential growth within that industry. You don't want to now enter um, a market that is now dying. You want to enter a market as, that is now emerging in order for you to have room to grow and to expand. So that is one of the things that a business plan will really help you to determine. The second thing is a business plan will really help you to avoid costly mistakes. So an example of a costly mistake that you can easily avoid is failing to know who your target consumer is. Your target consumer is essentially the group of individuals 
who your company is solely focused on for advertising purposes. If you do not know your customer profile from the back of your hand and you start generating ads and you start targeting those ads towards the wrong audience, which is also going to be composed of the wrong demographic and psychographics, you're going to lose a lot of money simply because you do not know these things. And when you're trying to develop your full marketing plan and your marketing strategy, you need to know your customer profile. That is going to make your marketing experience so much more easier and it's going to give you so much insight as to how to generate ads that your audience will respond to. And you want to maintain that level of satisfaction with your customers as well because that is an easy way to get free promotion through word of mouth because now that customer is going to recommend your advertisement to somebody who has the same problem as they do. So it's really important to generate ads that highlight the needs of your target consumer. Now we all know that marketing is not cheap so you have to be able to fully understand your customer demographic, psychographic. So that includes your customer income range, their age, their location, and most importantly, their buying behavior. Do your customers spend frequently or do they only buy things when they actually need it? Those are attributes that you can attain with your customer profile, right? And there's just so many different factors to consider when it comes to marketing and you have to be able to relay that to your team. You can't just pull that from the top of your head. You need to be able to have a document that everyone can refer to. I'm speaking from experience, okay? I was making Instagram ads, I was making Facebook ads, I was making Google ads, but I was targeting the wrong audience. I mean, so I've lost a substantial amount of money, you know, with advertising because I didn't really understand the importance of a customer profile. Because yes, even though I understand a fair amount about marketing, it was another thing for me to be able to apply what I've learned um, in order to yield the optimal results for my company. I'm telling you right now, it will save you so much headache and so much money so much money if you take the time to really create a full depth customer profile. Trust me when I say this, okay? When I say trust me, uh, I'm saying trust me. And yes, that is another reason why your business proposal is important because there needs to be some kind of structure with your marketing plan. Yeah, so it can also help you to determine your price points for your products and your services, right? If your company associates price with quality, you need to be able to thoroughly explain the reasons as to why people should actually take $200 out of their pocket to invest in this one single product. What is the value of that product and how is it going to be beneficial to your consumer? Um, you don't want to run into a situation where you have a high priced item for a low quality good. That's going to affect your company simply because one, people are going to recognize the quality for what it is. And, you know, they're going to leave certain reviews that can really be detrimental to your company. If you look at the company Hermes, I'm not too sure if I'm pronouncing the name right. I think it has um, a type of pronunciation at the beginning of the age. I don't know. But regardless, look at that company and ask yourself, why are consumers more willing to pay a premium price for a Hermes bag? One, the brand image, because it, it is associated with sophistication and luxury. And two, it's the value of that particular bag. The bag appreciates in value due to its inaccessibility and its quality. So people are more willing to pay for that premium price because they know they're going to retain some kind of profit if they want to sell it, or it's an asset basically, right? It's a type of asset. So you have to look at that for your product or your service. What value are people going to receive when they purchase your product or your service? So 
The third reason as to why a business plan is extremely important is to secure funding, especially if you're trying to use um, traditional funding methods such as institutional funding, so that's through a bank, or investor funding. So normally people tend to look towards angel investors or your investor may be from a family member as well. Um, now, if you are looking for those specific methods of funding, you're going to have to present a business proposal. Now, if you are not using traditional ways of funding, um, I know that Shopify Capital does provide funding as well. And also, I do know that there are websites where you can basically showcase your products um, and your images and all that kind of good stuff and people can contribute to your project. And you can also raise funding through that way as well. But... All in all, raising funds for your company, especially if it's not your contributed capital, is tedious. It's It can be very, very challenging as well. And that's why it just makes it easier to create a business proposal for yourself. Because let's say you stumble upon an investor and you say, oh, I have this brilliant, brilliant idea. Um, You know, you got to be very cautious when you're sharing your ideas as well. You know, make sure people are sending signing NDAs or so non-disclosures. You don't want someone to run away with your idea. It happens all the time. Uh, but let's say, for instance, you were to meet an investor and, you know, they start asking you about your idea and everything like that. You want to be able to have your business plan ready to go so that you can present it to that person. Let's say you have it on your phone and you may be able to send them a PDF file document to their email so they can take a thorough look at it. But having your business plan ready to go is another way to show your assertiveness. And that is a third reason why a business plan is important, guys. We're almost done. We're on number four. We're on number four. The fourth thing is a business plan can really help you to reduce uncertainty and risk. Yes, risk is good. You need to be able to take risks in life in order to achieve, you know, certain milestones, right? Because Higher risk, higher reward, right? But you know how the saying goes. I mean, calculating your desired risk can help you to really determine your risk tolerance as well. And it really helps you to see if your, if your company can remain, remain afloat if it takes on this amount of risk. Um, and especially if you have investors who have contributed capital to your company, you're going to have to present them a reason as to why you're taking this desired risk and the successful turnout that it may yield um, because it's their money as well. And one thing about investors, we want to know the ROI rate of investment. And if it's going to be, is it going to be detrimental to my investment or is it going to pay off, right? Yeah, so it's essentially it's better to be prepared than unprepared because it's going to save your business time and it's going to save your business money as well. Yeah, so the last reason as to why a business proposal is extremely important is it can help you determine who you need to hire, who is essential for your business in order to take your company to the next level. Do you need a finance manager, uh, a marketing manager, and why do you need them? What skills and resources can they bring to your company that you may see as beneficial? And when you're writing your management section within your business proposal, you have to organize your management and staff team. And then you have to be able to give a summary of your salaries, wage and benefits because you don't want to hire somebody that you essentially do not need for your company. From there, you'll be able to determine whether you need part time or full time employees. Or are you looking to hire freelance workers that are put under contract so they work for you for a certain period of time and then their contract ends and then you determine whether you still need their services or not? Also, your business plan can help you to determine your human resources plan. 
So your human resources plan is kind of similar to your management plan um, because they both deal with hiring, managing employees, employee orientation, arranging compensation and benefits and all that kind of stuff. The only difference is basically the approach to managing employees. But your business plan will help you to determine which suitable plan works for you. All in all, when you are making this section of your business plan, it can also help you to develop your questionnaire before you even start interviewing um, possible candidates, right? Because you do not want to run into a situation where you are unprepared for the employees that you are now onboarding. You want to have everything already set in stone so it can make the process easier for you and the possible candidate. And I'll leave you with this, guys. Your managing plan can help you to determine the kind of work environment you see for your employees. Um, I would hope that you would want a positive work environment because a positive work environment can really help to reduce high staff turnover and it can reduce the lack of communication that you may have with your um, employees. And you want to make sure that you're able to maintain your initial values and principles that you're already set in your organization, because that will essentially result in the empowerment of your employees, which can lead to a better, more effective business outcome in general. But we are now at the end of my spiel. I hope this podcast was as beneficial as I deemed it to be for you guys. I took the time to really narrow down the five important facts that I think are really, really essential as to why the business proposal is needed. And I mean, I can continue and give you 10 reasons as to why the business proposal is important, but I wanted to give you guys the five most beneficial reasons that I think you all should know about. But that is the end of this podcast. Stay tuned for episode three. I'm super excited. We're going to be talking about personal development. That is going to be an in-depth conversation about how personal development can really contribute to your success in business. You have to be assertive with yourself just as much as you're assertive with your idea. And we're going to have a special guest on that episode. So you're going to have to make sure you subscribe to tune in to figure out who it is. And do not forget to follow us on all our social media platforms at The Mind Vessel, where you'll be able to grab a copy of my ebook, How to Write a Business Proposal to Attract Investors. Come on, I'm telling you. You need to know how to write this business proposal. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with yourself. (laughs) Nevertheless, guys, happy Friday. And I hope you have a really successful up and coming week and continue to follow your dreams and your goals and kill it. And don't let nobody tell you that your idea is not good. Put your work into effect and reap the rewards. Simple as that. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm your host, Golda Perry. See you guys later.